Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 288. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend. Rate five stars. And listen to our sports podcast. A lot of housekeeping there, Andy. All right, we've got some good stuff to get to. Uh, if you recall, last week we were uh, on the precipice of the keynote for Apple. It was uh, last Wednesday, I believe. And uh, it's come and gone, obviously. And uh, most of the stuff the nerd world was reporting was correct. I think one of the things, uh, just going off of memory, I don't even remember what I said, but it is not shooting an 8K, Andy, the camera. Mm, okay. So, uh, it still is a 48 megapixel camera. Uh, that's one of the main bumps, but I don't know. I'm kind of skeptical on how much better it's going to look. I feel like it's, I don't know. I don't know cameras very well, but I don't think it's going to be just you know four times as good as any of the other phones, but I guess we'll see. Uh, that being said, I did order the Apple iPhone 14 pro max as well as the Apple watch. Do you think I ordered the big one? Or the regular one? Did you know that there was, the Ultra was going to be the uh, Pro model that we were talking about? Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, how big would that be? Is that going to be? If you have a really big one, it's going to be obtrusive. It's almost two inches of screen. So I did not order it. Yeah. My thought behind it was, I want to monitor my sleep. There's no way in hell I'm moving my arm around with that big ass brick on my uh, wrist. So I got the uh, series eight. Um, everything's going to be delivered to my house on Friday. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I did see it was their like worst pre-orders ever. So they are mm, really strug- struggling to get people to, to update every year. That's really, Oh, in terms of how many yeah. people ordered. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, I believe that. Yeah. I think most people are starting to realize I mean, two years is easy. You could go, I could probably stretch this thing out another two to four years probably on this phone, but I, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of a a freak on that kind of thing, but yeah, they're certainly slowing down. I mean, I got four years out of my watch, um, but yeah, uh, they're currently shipping the phone mid to late middle to end of October. So they still got plenty of orders in. Uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll update you on my thoughts on it. I've already downloaded the new iOS and uh, it's fine. It's, it's always an improvement. It's fun. I'm still learning different things. You can now crop, like if you have a photo of like a dog or a person or whatever, you just push your finger on the screen and hit, you know, select a copy, whatever it is. It'll crop that image, it recognizes it, and then you can paste it into a text or whatever. I like yeah. that a lot. I think that's fun. Little dumb things like that go a long way. I mean, yeah, people love that shit for TikTok or whatever, you know. I don't care about that, but I, I'm most going to use that for like sending photos of dogs to people, making yeah. my own, you know, memes, I guess, <laughs> like in, in my family chat of the dog. Mm-hmm. Anything can be a meme. Yeah. If you try hard enough. But yeah, uh, the other thing that we were, were, or the nerd world was wrong about, that Apple Watch Ultra, 
They were reporting it was going to come in around a grand, $1,000 for that watch, Andy. It came in at $799. All right, yeah, always start high, so then you don't feel as bad. Well, that's usually not the yeah. case. They're usually pretty spot on. I mean, the yeah. f- app, the phone, the Pro Max, I think they came in at like between $1,100 and $1,200, I think is what most were saying, for the base model, and I think it was exactly that, $1,100. So, yeah. Uh, it's always exciting this time of year. All the new Apple gear. They're already talking about an iPad event next month. I obviously don't care as much about that, but someone probably does. All right. Well, we had more keynotes, and it wasn't just Tim Cook up there. Uh, Disney's D23 Expo. Yeah, that was a big thing. <laughs> so a lot going on. I'm, I don't know what. Yeah. Um, it just kept going like multiple days. I think it's still going. I think it's yeah. supposed to be like the Iron Man thing, where it's like every day of the year. Yeah, now you can um, like shake Pluto's hand or something. I don't know what's going yeah. on there. One thing I'm, I don't think I'm happy. I know I'm not happy about. It. I don't think I'm very upset about, but I'm more so just like why. Um, they're turning the Pixar Pier at California Adventure into Hong Kong or Tokyo no, or no, some shit. No, it's San Francisco. I know. Yeah. So it's Tokyo from a cartoon movie of theirs. But uh, well, it's no, it's a hybrid of San Francisco and Tokyo. It's California Adventure. So San Francisco is still part of it. No, it's not. San Francisco sucks. It's broken. It's San Francisco. I don't like it. <laughs> What's wrong with the Pixar Pier? Yeah, I, I saw this was. No, it's not the. It's not the Pixar Pier. It's the like wharf or something that they're changing. Uh, I saw the whatever. It's in that yeah. region somewhere. Yeah, but it's like one building, but. Uh, yeah, that's definitely weird. There's no, there's no consistency with that park at all anymore. Because no. um, that's not a. It, it's like, oh, it's Pixar stuff, but it's like that's another Disney movie, but it's not a Pixar movie. What movie um, even is it? It's Big Hero Six. So Big Hero oh. Six is also a Marvel movie, but it's not part of Marvel. It's just based on a Marvel comic book, but it's still that's just weird. an animated movie. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, is that really that popular of a property that you're like, we got to we gotta do this? Or they're just like, we got to make shit, change shit because people like new shit. Um, yeah, that was weird to me. And then uh, they're putting it's... in a Chinese restaurant at downtown Disney. Okay. A P.F. Chang's? Yeah, I don't think it's P.F. Chang's, but something. <laughs> they're also putting a Porto's in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. But... Uh, I'm sure you had more announcements. Those are the, the the first like the first thing I heard about. Like, eh, why? Yeah, I mean it's crazy that's everything because yeah, it, it's talking about the parks, but also mostly um, different Tim Allen, yeah, movies Harrison and Ford, Disney stuff. Yeah, we got the we got a first look at the Santa Clauses, including the return of David Crumholtz, which everyone was just had to had to see. Like, is he back? We, we need to know, um, and he is. The internet temporarily went down, I heard, when they announced that, when he came on stage. <laughs> yeah, but then, yeah, th- there's things that, like, we haven't seen. I guess they showed some of Indiana Jones, but you we can't didn't find get it see online, that. huh? Yeah, we're not going to be able to see that. Um, and uh, other Marvel stuff uh, that they announced. Okay, we announced the, the Thunderbolts movie at Comic Con. Well, here's who's going to be in it. And it was basically what we assume. Um, David Harbour, that's, that's exciting. He was good in that Black Widow movie. He's coming back. Um, but yeah, it's probably mostly going to be Florence Pugh, the most famous actress in the world right now, is probably going to be the the main character. Um, also, their team is going to be led by Elaine Bennis, which is weird. That's I, don't know, I don't know if you're familiar with that. But 
I didn't know that. She's like playing like a, I don't know, some sort of international businessman that's running this. And I said businessman, but you know what I meant? Um, running this team somehow of superheroes that aren't superheroes. I don't know. From what it sounds like, it's just a ripoff of the Suicide Squad. It's just Marvel's version of that. So um, I guess they had all those people come on stage and be like, hey, is it's Elaine David Arbor. Is she going to dance? Yeah. We can only hope so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they showed the first trailer for the next Marvel series, which is uh, Samuel Jackson getting his own show. Uh, oh, it's for, about um, time. Yeah, Nick Nick Fury is going to uh, lead. It's called Secret Wars. It's also got uh, Ben Mendelsohn coming back for playing his character from Captain Marvel. Um, and then um, Khaleesi, um, Daenerys Targaryen herself is in this show. So she's uh, crossing over into uh, other properties. So Pretty good. Um, I saw her there in that trailer. Um, I'm always optimistic. I see these trailers and I'm like, these are good. And then the show is like, yeah, you know, it's okay. Um, so I don't know if I'm just being tricked again, but I'm like totally in watching this. Like, okay, government conspiracies, spy shit, Sam Jackson. Like, I'm into this. Don Cheadle was there, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I can do this. Um, but then the show's probably going to be like have bad CGI and be kind of boring. So, although like National um, Treasure is going to be a killer powerhouse. Yeah. yeah. So they, there's Disney's putting out stuff, but everything is nothing's original. Everything is okay, but it's this thing. It's bringing back Santa been- Claus. Everything's already been um, told, Andy. Yeah, There's no more true. story to tell. No, they we're also out of story. They showed some Pixar stuff, which was like half like, hey, we're doing Inside Out 2. And it's like, who needs that? Um, but then they have another thing about like fire, a fire thing and a water guy. And they could talk to each other or something. And it's like, I don't know. I'm Pixar makes interesting stuff. Um, then they also announced the which was already known. But there's a <laughs> Lion King prequel like. Mufasa, a Lion King story or something. Um, and that's being made by Barry Jenkins, the you know filmmaker behind Moonlight. Um, is doing the origins of Mufasa. It's like, all right, you know. He's arrived. Make, make it good. Um, I, I think they probably spent a lot of money on that technology uh, for the Lion King. They're like, let's, let's do something more. Um, it's probably one of those deals like, hey, you do this movie, it'll give us credibility, and then we'll give you like fifteen million to make whatever small movie you want. You don't have to worry about it. But um yeah, what was these are some weird stuff. More more Willow we got. Um they showed the little mermaid just to piss people off. They're like, yeah, you're gonna be pissed off. She's black. I know you I know we already announced it, but once you see it in action, you people on the internet will get real angry and that'll be great. We're gonna love it. So um, I don't care because it's a little mermaid and that's probably one of my least favorite properties and I just don't give a shit. It's my wife's favorite property. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah. I wasn't the target audience, but um, so I think that's coming out next year and you know, I'll talk about it later. These Disney live action movies aren't, aren't very good. So um, and nothing I saw during this week made me think otherwise. So uh, I don't think I don't think the Mufasa movie is going to be anything special. I don't, I don't care who's making it. Um, what about like they should give Oogie Boogie a uh, prequel? <laughs> yeah, an origin story of Mister Oogie. I, I do. Yeah, they should do more with that. But maybe it's just like it's they'd ruin you know, it. Yeah, it's like you don't want it. You actually don't want us to do it because um, I would imagine they just own that outright. Even if none I'm of the people, I'm sure it's on the plate. 
and they're just like, well, oh, there's a script somewhere. Yeah. yeah, we're out of ideas in three more years. Then we'll yeah. get to it. We're out of the remakes ideas. One of the, one of the jokes going around was a, a live action remake of The Emperor's New Groove, like, okay. starring David Spade. Still, <laughs> I mean, why? I mean, obviously, the llama would still be have to be a cartoon. So yeah, he could come back. But um, I believe it was a uh, David Putty who did the other character, right? Probably. I mean, or no, he was him. he was the uh, he was the henchman. He's the flag. Uh, I think John Goodman was the other guy. So oh, that's yeah, a phenomenal bring, cast. Just bring it all, bring them all back in. Yeah. Um, because they're running, they're running out of them. They don't have very many more. They're gonna do live action remakes of live action remakes. Yeah, well, they're gonna start doing the Tim Allen, uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas movies where he was like an Indian, <laughs> and then wasn't there another one too? No, there they were different movies, but there's the one uh, where Chevy Chase was the stepdad. Yeah, but there's also yeah. another one where then there was Tim the one Allen, that Tim Allen's son, uh, grew up in the jungle. Yeah, Jungle the No. Yes. That's, it was Jungle the Jungle, yes. Yes, it is Jungle the Jungle. Because then he brought him to New York City, which is a yeah. uh, urban jungle, right? And there's a yeah. line in there, I remember, that I thought it was so stupid. But at the time, I was like, oh, that's all it takes? Uh, he's chasing him through the streets. And he's like, how come you're not sweating? And little Randy from Home Improvement's like, I breathe. Like, that's oh, simple enough. Well, I'll have to tell you that it was not Jonathan Taylor Thomas in that movie. <laughs> You probably just put inserted that in your head that it was. But what do you mean? It, he he wasn't in that movie. It was another guy. Another jungle kid. to jungle. Martin yeah. Short's in that movie. Oh, okay. It was another guy. Oh, it wasn't that kid. Hmm. I think you, I'm saying you're combining the one oh, with Chevy Chase. Oh, because he was in the Chevy Chase one. As the stepdad movie. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you just melted my world. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else for this probably that I'm missing, but, um, yeah, I think it, there was a photo of, uh, Harrison Ford with, uh, Ki Kwan from, uh, who made his big comeback Short this round. year. Uh, but yeah, seeing them, them two together, that was pretty cool. Um, he's not going to be in, in the movie there, but not that know. we know of, but he was there because he's going to be in the season two of Loki, I guess. So mm. uh, that's, that's cool. It's just like, Hey, come to the festival or whatever this is. Um, but yeah, a lot of shit. So they they told you like, hey, we're raising the price of Disney Plus, so we gotta go, you know, tell you why it's good. Uh, oh, Star Wars was the other aspect of it. You got Mandalorian season three. Oh yeah, saw uh, that with, trailer with uh, Babu Frick coming back, or I guess first time seeing him because he was in the uh, episode nine, which episode nine actually takes place twenty years after uh, Mandalorian. Classic. So, yeah, he's that little guy. Remember that little guy? No. He was like an alien the size of an inch. Not really. He was probably like the only good part of that episode nine. He fixes C-3PO. He was a cool little character. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He was like uh, the alien inside of uh, the guy that owns the cat in Men in Black. Just like a little alien guy. Okay, yeah. Orion's belt. Yeah. I feel like that was like eight years ago that that season was out. Yeah, all that stuff was a very long time ago. Um there's a whole, like, everything's changed in the world. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a lot of uh, a lot of Disney stuff. Um, okay, Andy, I have, I've got news. Um, okay. Do you recall I, uh, I announced on the pod that I bought the entire series of Home Improvement? <laughs> uh, I thought Not you bought, even, like, like, 
two seasons or something. But yeah, maybe he did say he bought the whole season. So maybe I was shamed into not saying it because I was, I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, ah, I can never spend $70 on 200 shows. Like, that's insane. And then I bought one and then it was like a potato chip. I was like, well, I bought one. Like, I should buy. And then I, I started shopping and Amazon had a whole season for like $12. I was like, oh, okay. That'll hold me hold me over, and then I was just a fiend. I needed my fix, Andy. So then I bought the whole thing. So I now have one episode uh, on Am- or iTunes, one entire season. I think it's season three on Amazon, and then the entire series on iTunes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I've been enjoying it. I mean, it's a wonderful show. It's one of the best that's ever been made. Well, I'll have you know, I believe. Friday morning last week, I open up Hulu to turn on the news in the morning, and uh, the first thing that pops up, all episodes of Home Improvement are now on Hulu. Every single episode they've ever made or thought about. I don't think it's even been a month and a half that I've had this or, or I've had ownership of it, but they didn't update you know the quality or anything like that. I just wonder if the price got lower because it's available now. Um, but yeah, kind of uh, upset, but they can never take it away from me now, I, sh- I suppose. Yeah, this is interesting. I'm, I'm... It's all on Hulu again, if uh, if you've been waiting as well, like myself. I mean, I'm reading more about this story. Yeah, they, they added it, but there's part of the story says, um, you might even know this, on August 8th, 2021, Richard Karn himself tweeted, why won't Disney add home improvement to Disney plus? I knew that. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. That's, I mean, once he's people, speaking out, the people were getting after it. They wanted it. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's too bad. I know we talked about, yeah, a potential ownership issue or something. And it's like, just figure it out. And like get in the room, bring Richard Carr into the car into the room and just, you know, settle it. Yeah. And maybe they did. We don't know. We haven't heard from him. I should check. What, is he, has he actively tweeted anything recently? Probably success or victory yeah. or something. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, he tweeted two days ago about it's on Hulu now. So he's active. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. So I guess uh, it's an announcement for the world yeah. to enjoy. I'm surprised. Maybe I haven't logged in. I think that would pop up on my thing because I've watched other sitcoms on Hulu and they'd be like, Hey, you probably like this one too. And I'd be like, Hmm, never heard of it. Home improvement. It used to did, be did that on... air on like Fridays on ABC or anything like that. Oh yeah. Oh no, it didn't. It wasn't, it was actually not part of that. No, it was uh, midweek, it was I think, thing, or yeah. Sunday night or something. Yeah. It was not part of TGIF, but I had that on my Hulu under like record any and all episodes that have ever played on TV. Uh, Cause at one point they added country music channel cmt to uh hulu and on there at like three in the morning on like every first tuesday of the month or something they'd play two episodes how those guys get the rights you know what well, that's what i'm pay? saying it but then it quickly got shut down like maybe two episodes were recorded um i also learned that i had my recording stuff down wrong where it would like we'll keep it for half an hour or once you watch it we'll we'll delete it to keep your space fresh i was like you bastard you just don't want me to have home improvement and then they stopped airing them on country music channel yeah 
So I guess maybe they knew it was getting resolved and coming back. I, I don't know. But now the world can rejoice. All right, uh, let's move on from that. Uh, Andy, we're going to still talk about some film festivals. Yeah, so this is the uh, another big one this last week. Uh, Toronto this time. So, um, and, a, and a couple new movies got premiered there. Um, and new as in they weren't at the other ones. Uh, including, uh, first here I have uh, The Fablemans. This is Spielberg's uh, movie about or inspired by his childhood uh, growing up in Arizona as, you know, part of a Jewish family and probably not very many Jewish people in Arizona, uh, but, you know, loving movies and wanting to do that with his life. So um, this has got uh, Paul Dano and Michelle Williams as his uh, parents, and Seth Rogen as his uncle. Uh, the reviews were very, very positive, and this is definitely going to be one of the movies of the year. So um, definitely want to check this out. Uh, I assume it's just going to be incredibly made and um, it's his most personal project uh, about his life here. So uh, yeah, that'll, that'll be out. I think, I think it's a Thanksgiving is when they're going to actually get released that movie. Uh, the next one that got a big premiere um, and that did get a trailer as well after the premiere. So you can check that out now. Um, and then uh glass onion, the uh, glass onion, a knives out story or whatever it was called. Uh, that also had its premiere and had great reviews as well that um, this one just gets right to the fun of it because you don't have to set up the characters or anything. It's just like hey, Daniel Craig's already here. Um, that also had a trailer released this week. So you could, uh, you could check that out. Check out who the uh, crazy cast of characters that they, they got for this one. So um, that one is not going uh it's going to Netflix. I think it's December 23rd is when that'll be. So, so almost all the way to Christmas, but um, a, a theatrical release sometime before then, uh, probably very limited, but um, I think last year, don't look up, got into like a thousand theaters. So um, we'll see. That's the, the last knives out made pretty good money. So uh, maybe this one could make some money if they actually put it in theaters uh, early enough. But if you put it in like a week before the Netflix release, no one's going to go see it. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you put it out like November 19th, maybe like a month earlier. Um, and then another one, uh, a movie that actually comes out this Friday, got its premiere, but um, The Woman King. It's this um, historical action movie in, in Africa with the Viola Davis. Wouldn't she be um, a queen? No, she's a woman king. You know, that's that's what it says. Uh, but it's yeah about these um, warriors in Africa and I don't know, 1500s, 1600s. I'm not sure. Um, but it looks like a good action movie. Um, historical action is is always fun. Swords and spears and shit. Uh, and it, it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes so far. So uh, definitely probably a movie no one wants to give a bad review. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure it's I'm sure it's uh, still very good. Um, so that comes out this Friday and that got that got its premiere. Um, and then another movie that comes out this Friday premiered there, uh, one I'm very much looking forward to. That's a uh, Pearl. That's the prequel to the movie X, which came out earlier this year, which was, uh, I think number three on my top 10 list when I did that, uh, my mid year thing. So, um, very much looking forward to this one. Uh, but the, after they premiered it, the director came out and said, uh, this is going to be a trilogy. Now I'm actually going to make a third movie, a third movie called Maxine and it'll be, uh, it'll follow on with the uh, lead character from X uh, and take place in the 1980s in Los Angeles, which is like 
Sounds good to me. That's a that's a great setting. Uh, it's all the rage these days. Yeah. So um, that's that hasn't been secretly filmed, and it's coming out in six months, like the last one. So this one hasn't even started yet. But um, that's cool. That's cool that this guy was inspired enough making these movies to to make two more scripts. And I'm very positive on these. So and 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 Pearl so far in. How many reviews does it have? Let's see. 26 reviews so far, 85%. So still pretty good. Still pretty good here. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's the, uh, big stuff announced at this, uh, festival. So, all right. Well, very exciting. Uh, shall we move on to the Emmys? Yeah. So, uh, the Emmys happened last night, which was a, Curious decision going up against the number one or the first week of Monday Night Football, um, especially because it's it was Monday Night Football with a new uh, production team and Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. And so people, I think, wanted to see what was going on here. So um, predictably, the Emmys ratings were their worst ever. All these award shows always have their worst ever ratings. Uh, But this has gone down, as they said, 25 percent from last year, which is like last year. The ratings shouldn't have been good. So, well, who um, actually cares about awards for people you don't know? Well, I mean, it's still still people watched it, so people care. Uh, I think people like. I to don't see think what they gets... did. You know how many TVs are just <laughs> on in lobbies everywhere throughout the world? Yeah, maybe maybe that's part of it. I mean, this was on NBC and Peacock at the same time. So, um, yeah, I, I think know. like gyms and airports, maybe. And wherever else, Buffalo Wild Wings probably had one TV on. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think people watch these shows. Everything just gets credit because, well, we have a TV. It has to be on. Okay. Someone's hacking into Nielsen. Yeah. That's the thing is, I think Nielsen's still doing it. That, that Whoever that guy is, Mr. Nielsen, keeps track of what people are watching. And he tells you what's what's got ratings. So I don't yeah. know. Um, the streaming services have their own data and they don't want to tell anyone. They'll just yeah, tell you like, oh, hey, crock of shit. Also, five billion people watched Adam yeah. Sandler's movie. It's like, oh, really? Well, I'd believe that for Hubie <laughs> yeah, Halloween. Yeah. Watch that later tonight. Just Hubie Halloween, too. Uh, but I'm going to go through the, the winners here. Uh, Ted Lasso won again. Still haven't watched this show, but nope. uh, that's what happens is the show gets hot. And they're like, well, we'll just have it win again. Um, Succession won, I think, again as well. I think that won last year. Uh, for season didn't two. he take a shot at the new king one of the guys so, in there um what in their speech for succession i think someone said something oh, really? about the new king for england i the thing i saw was brian cox said uh we're probably gonna wrap the show up soon we don't want to get stale and boring like billions talking shit i like his attitude he's he's old <laughs> He's very, you know, well regarded in terms of he's talented and he's been in a billion things. Yeah. Say whatever you want. If, if you think someone is a shitty actor or their project sucks, he's going to say it. And I think that's great. Yeah. No, and he's Scottish. Like, you can't do anything about it. Didn't like, I think in an interview they asked, like, he wanted they wanted him to come on to the, do the Pirates of the Caribbean, one of the movies. And he's like, no, I'm never working with Johnny Depp or your shitty pirate movies. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so he, he didn't, he didn't win, but the, the show did, uh, win there. Um, was he even, yeah, he was nominated. Uh, and then limited series went to white Lotus, which, uh, 
I think it deserved it. I, I like that a lot. And season two of that comes out, I think, next month. So uh, that's exciting. Uh, and then for the acting, uh, Jason Sudeikis won again for Ted Lasso. So uh, And Gene Smart won again for Hack. So the same people uh, winning again. Uh, and then Outstanding Lead Actor, that was sad. Uh, Bob Odenkirk did not win. Um, some people were upset about that. Uh, instead, Lee Jung-jae of Squid Game. Remember Squid Game? Remember that was a big deal? Um, yeah, I have no that, idea what it is, but people were doing stuff because of it. That seemed like reason. that was like 45 months ago, but um, the lead actor from that one. Uh, and then Zendaya won for uh, Euphoria. So I think she's just super famous, so they had to give her the award, and that's how that works. But, like, you're way more famous than everyone on this list. So, And why is that? Just because like, she doesn't have a last name. People are a little afraid of her, but she's yeah, I, 19 and a half. Like, well, she used to be 19 and a half. She's... She's older now, but it's, she's, she's still playing high schoolers, you know. Um, and then, yeah, Michael Keaton won for uh, actor in a limited series. And it's like, that seemed like a very long time ago. Too, but, yeah, that was like three um, years ago. Yeah, like he made a speech about his award win, like for some other award show a long time ago. But um, yeah, I guess that hasn't been a whole year yet. Uh, and then Amanda Seyfried won for playing that like creepy, weird lady. Theranos. Um, yeah, so. Um, I still haven't watched that, but yeah, she's supposed to be very, very good uh, recreating that whole thing. So um, so for people that were fans of uh, Better Call Saul and were sad that it did not win, um, it's still eligible next year. The way the weird scheduling worked, uh, I think shows it goes through July. So shows that aired July 1st and later are eligible for next year's one. So Better Call Saul split up its seasons this year. Um, just right around that marker. So that means uh, Better Call Saul and Bob Odenkirk will be eligible next year. And um, I think they'll probably give it to him then. They all, they seem to do that. They wait for the last year the show is going to be on. They're like, all right, now we'll give you an award. It'll be nice. Um, so we'll see for that. Um, There's also a weird little controversy that was stupid about... Uh, so Jimmy Kimmel, I think he's been nominated 13 times, like his show. For the um, news or whatever, late night? Yeah, for the late night show. They, there's a, what is it, Outstanding something. I don't know. Where did I have Weird. it? I saw it. Outstanding series of, or Outstanding Variety Talk Series. So the John Oliver show has won like six times now. Uh, so Whoa. yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel's been nominated, I think, 13 times and never won. So they did a bit where he like goes on to stage and like collapses and just is like, I'm not leaving. I'm going to stay here on the floor. Um and then they announce the net uh, uh, the next award, and the person goes to accept it, and he's still on the stage, like laying down, like oh, it's a funny bit. So um, the last award was for talk show. Yeah. Okay. So then the, the next award was like writing on a comedy series, um, and this person won, and she's very popular. She's also like a star of the show. Um, some people were really excited that she won. But she had to step over Jimmy Kimmel's lifeless body as because that's the that was the joke, and people were like pissed that like oh this white man is taken away from this black woman's most important moment, um, but then like this person came out and was like actually Jimmy Kimmel like I've known him for a long time he's always been very supportive of my career and he's uh, he got to watch the the sitcom before it came out and you know helped us uh, make it better and everything so I don't I. I don't care. <laughs> we shouldn't have an internet, Andy. It is. That's what happens. People get on the internet and they start like campaigns about shit that doesn't matter. 
Yeah, I don't know if you like, know this, but people have differing opinions. Yeah. And people hate when people don't side with them. But then people started posting pictures of uh, Jimmy Kimmel as Carl Malone from like 1998 when he used to do that. Oh, so they're going to eat him? Like, and they're like, have you ever seen you ever seen that? Oh, I've seen the Carl Malone. Yeah. So it's like, well, he was doing blackface. Like, well, uh, he was he was doing a character. He probably should have done it. Yeah, he, he hasn't done it in 20 years. Uh, he didn't do it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. like, it was on The Man Show, which everything on The Man Show would be objectionable today. You should tell these people to watch The Jazz Singer. <laughs> oh, don't. Yeah. Their heads would explode. Yeah. Um, but it's like, what are you going to, I think everyone knows, uh, about Jimmy Kimmel. Like, do you think like ABC is going to be like, what? He, he did a Carl Malone impression. Oh my No, God. I think that story surfaces, you know, anytime he, you know, talks to Adam Carolla. Like, yeah. Hey, you get back here. We're going to post the Carl Malone picture again. We know things about you. So yeah, it's probably it's I don't know. Actually, is that available to watch anywhere? I don't know if that would be. I think it's on YouTube yeah. or like Vimo or whatever. Yeah, parts of those sketches and stuff. Yeah. But I watched it somewhere. Yeah. Like it's, the last time this It's not on a, it's news. not on Paramount Plus or what no. it's probably where it would be, right? Those those are Comedy Central things. So. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. They only have the Joe Rogan season on there. Yeah. And they just switched out for his podcast or something. So is that all the Emmys? Yeah. Okay. Have there. Tell us about the Babylon trailer. Yeah, so I'm surprised this movie didn't premiere at any festival or anything. This is one of the uh, big things coming out, um, coming out Christmas. Uh, so this is Damien Chazelle did um, Whiplash and, and La La Land's his new, next movie. Uh, Brad Pitt and uh, Margot Robbie also. Um, so Mag- this is going to be best picture. It's yeah. about movies. So Tobey Maguire's in this too. That's pretty cool. But um, I don't think he's going to be a main character. Uh, but yeah, it's a movie set in the 1920s about making movies. Uh, so a movie with Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie set in Hollywood. Pretty good template right there. So um, looks like it spent a lot of money to make this movie. So It also has her duplicate, the Samara Weaving lady. Oh, does it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I looked. There's like a ton of people in the cast, but um, I didn't see her in this uh, trailer. But um, yeah, you can check out the trailer now. Looks like Brad Pitt's having a lot of fun. But this will probably be a good movie because I imagine that was just a complete, you know, whoa, like this is all brand new. This is like when the first iPhone came out, people were just rejoicing in the streets. We can hear. Yeah. Yeah, I think part of it is that the transition about silent to actual sound in movies. So. Oh, Eric Roberts yeah. is in here. Yeah, I did flea. see him through. Weird oh. old Flea. Yeah. Can't do Hollywood Jeff- without Flea. Jeff Garland. All right. <laughs> but yeah that looks uh it looks like fun hopefully it is so and i did hear 6th so it's in like you have to go to the arc light yeah yeah. time uh, squared or or whatever they call it now brad pitt's private screening room yeah just so it can be eligible um i did see something about there like it was gonna be nc-17 and people were worried about that because like you can't put a movie out that's nc-17 that's this movie was yeah i thought that was the marilyn monroe movie well, that is that did not get an R, um, but no, the trailer in this has nudity on the YouTube. Trailer does, yeah. I was Weird. like, what? Okay, so it's it's an intense movie. <laughs> all right, well, all right, well, 
We're going to get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works with your dog's current collar or harness. When you plug in promo code... Tony. That is T-O-N-Y at checkout. They're going to give you 65% off just because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed and plug in promo code Tony at checkout for 65% off. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, Andy, how many things do you have? I got four. Oh, I was going to guess you had five. I have one. Okay. Lead us off. All right. Uh, The first thing is actually a double, um, two movies in the same series, uh, both on HBO. Um, The first one, which I'd never seen, actually, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, the uh, Rob Zombie movie. Late to the party there. Um, I've always heard this one was bad, and it is. Yeah, it's... (laughs) You could tell it was just like he had so many different ideas and he couldn't really, I don't know, he couldn't be, he couldn't collect himself on it. Yeah. So the, where he did in the second, in the sequel. So the, the story behind this is actually Universal hired him to create one of the, like the haunted houses for the Halloween thing. And he just had so many ideas. He turned it into a, its own movie. Um, and then Universal hated what they saw so much that they killed it. And he never made an ending. And then he was able to get like more financing to make the ending. So the movie was actually filmed in the year 2000, but didn't come out till 2003. Hmm. Um, and it's got uh, Dwight Schrute uh, before, way before he was Dwight Schrute. And uh, Chris Hardwick, um, who people knew who he was, but it was way before Nerdist. So interesting. Yeah, um, I didn't know that, but I haven't seen that since. Yeah. So uh, the movie has a good setup. And uh, Sid Haig as uh, Captain Spaulding is, is is great in the in the beginning of this movie, oh. uh, but the movie goes nowhere. It doesn't know what it wants to do and doesn't become scary. And just is the ending is total nonsense. It's like what the what the hell is this movie? Um, but then I watched Devil's Rejects again, which I had seen before, and that is good. That's a good fun movie. Um, taking the the perspective of the 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 bad people in the first movie and just kind of a road trip gross 70s movie um, a lot of references to horror movies and stuff and it, it still holds up i think it's still pretty good it's it's probably people would think it's objectionable now if they watched it um but very good for its time uh then i realized that i never i never watched they made a third one of these and i never watched it uh, i don't know where it's available uh three from oh, hell yeah. oh um, oh, I never saw it, but I think I remember her like hearing it come out. Yeah, I don't think it. That was like was, an under the rug release. I don't think it was as well received, but it's like I, I would watch it uh, if it was on HBO Max, but it, but it just wasn't. So um, I don't know. Let me see if it is streaming anywhere. But yeah, that was my uh, little uh, horror movies that I had to watch. So you had to. Well, I not had to, you know, the what I that was my horror picks for the week. You know, you got to watch a little bit every week. Yeah, get your in preparation. Yeah. Get them in there. Yeah. Um, I'll do another one here. Um, this is kind of a horror, but not really more of a thriller uh, movie I've never seen, but knew about uh, Unsane. So this is a Steven Soderbergh's movie from a few years ago. This is the first one he did filmed on an iPhone. Uh, so I feel like this goes well with your iPhone conversation here. 
Uh, this was filmed on an old. iPhone 7. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> and it looks bad. The whole thing was like, oh, it looks surprisingly good for filming on an iPhone. It's like, oh, no, it's pretty noticeable. Eight years um, ago. What's most noticeable is actually the audio sucks, which is like, I doubt they use just the audio from the phone. Well, they might have still- had a couple of phones pinpointed <laughs> in different spots. I would think you'd, you'd still use mics on that, but it was hard to, to hear. Um, but it's a solid little thriller about a. Uh, you could have been an executive producer on this if you just donated your phone for a week. Yeah. <laughs> um, Got to put mics in their pockets, people. Yeah. We need phones. But it's about a, a, a woman who um, goes to see like a therapist at a, like a inpatient place, and they end up institutionalizing her. That's kind of like a scam to be like, hey, we can charge your insurance, and just kind of gets like stuck in this um, mental hospital and. It's pretty a horrifying idea, um, and it's like there's some uh, plausibility to it that, that this has happened to people where it's just like, hey, insurance will pay for you to be here for a week, so we're just going to hold you against your will <laughs> uh, because we think you're a risk or something like that. It's like, oh, that's pretty scary. All right. You want to do uh, yours here? Sure. I uh, was pleasantly surprised to check my uh, HBO Go app the other day or HBO now, whatever the hell it is. And, uh, saw that Moonfall was finally at it. The yeah. movie I've been wanting to watch in, uh, you know, in an action way, expecting it to be bad and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, uh, it just so happened that we were going to be staying or going to my sister's house and they have that movie theater. So we mm-hmm. watched it there in the theater on an 8k projector. And, uh, that's the place to watch it. I'll tell you that. Uh, it's fun. It is dumb. It is fun. Um, for some reason, without giving too much away, they have Venom lives in the, in the moon. And uh, mm-hmm. it, yeah. obviously it's bad. And uh, yeah, it's it's one of those movies where it's you could just guess they probably got really stoned and were sitting in chairs looking at the sky. And they're like, what if we had a movie where, hey, that could work. Like I feel like that's how the script was written. I always wonder if they have any like science consultants, you know, like real movies Obviously like Christopher Nolan will, will hire people from like science and stuff to like, yeah. ma- you know, validate his bullshit. <laughs> I think like we hired a consultant and it's just like a crazy person. Yeah. Uh, but it is fun. The, uh, the uh, big guy from Game of Thrones, whatever the hell his name is. And this is Casey, I think is his name. His cat's name was, Fuzz Aldrin. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good, phenomenal. <laughs> and there's little fun moments where, you know, he's in the spaceship and he, he's taking photos because he's just so blown away. But it's an end of the world movie. These are a lot of fun. They make them every couple of years and just enjoy the advancements of uh, modern technology and, uh, you know, CGI because they're only getting more real. Think back to, you know, 2012. Think back to Independence Day. Think back to any of those movies. They continually advance in their graphics. Jurassic Park, for instance. Yeah. So you get what you're you're expecting. If you're a moron, if you're like, well, this was unrealistic and therefore it gets a three in my book. This isn't goddamn, you know, like you said, this isn't Christopher Nolan. This is Roland Emmerich. It's in the yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> like so, you, uh, you must probably hate Fast and Furious too. 
I, I hate him, but for different reasons. Yeah, you have to know what you're getting into and have different expectations. But, so, yeah, it's fun. Check so mu- it out. Much like uh, you, you know, I, I spent a dollar to watch this a couple months ago, so I'm oh. I got screwed. Yeah, just you like did. you got screwed. But <laughs> I, I put a whole dollar into Jeff Bezos's pocket to rent this movie. Thanks for making me feel better. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I got two more here. Um. The first one, uh, I, I alluded to it earlier. Uh, live action Disney remakes. I watched Pinocchio on Disney Plus. Um, oh, no, be careful here. I've been wanting to watch this. Okay. Well, knowing it was not going to be good, I still wanted to watch it just out of curiosity. It's Tom Hanks. <laughs> it's, I, I feel bad for Tom Hanks. I don't know what he's getting into. So, I mean, this is him with Robert Zemeckis again. They made Forrest Gump and they made Castaway. Um, I saw some comparisons saying, yeah, it's perfect that he made Castaway with him because he knows that Tom Hanks can act against nothing because this movie maybe features two minutes of humans interacting with each other because um, Pinocchio yeah, is talking a, to a stick. Yeah. Pinocchio is a wooden boy. Um, he's always talking to donkeys and foxes and crickets and shit. There's just no like human on human interaction. So the, all of Tom Hanks scenes are just him talking to cats or fish or you know, the sky and stuff. And I'm like, is he driving himself insane doing this movie? Like, I don't know, but you know, I guess he did. He did do this with castaway. He talked to a, a volleyball. So, um, but yeah, there's no, there's like no reason for this movie to exist. It doesn't do anything new or interesting. Um, I'd say the highlight of it is um, Keegan, Michael key playing um, whatever the Fox guy is. That's the bad guy um, that like tricks him into being a performer or whatever. Um, he does a really good job as a, as a voice actor there. I really, I really like that, but, um, yeah, it's, a, it's weird. It just, it, the new animation that's like really high quality, but also looks bad is just jarring to me. Like, like there was a scene, like they go into the village and it's like, this is actually probably cost a ton of money and it was a lot of hard work, but it looks off and I don't know what's going on. So. It's it's definitely interesting to watch, but is it good? No, no. Well, it's also easier to digest when you're watching it from home. Yeah. Um, another weird thing about it is um, they go to like the island and, and I guess in the original they like drink beer and smoke. But obviously you're not going to do that in modern day. So they, they just have them drink a lot of root beer. <laughs> I'm like, all right, okay. I guess that's what kids these days are really into. Is that's that's an indulgence is drinking a lot of root beer. Oh yeah. So a lot of CGI root beer in this. We're like, all right, here comes the foam. It's like, all right, cool. <laughs> um, I wish that sequence was more because that that is fun. You know, the, the the island of all the kids and you know whatever. They should have done more with this, but it just seemed like they just put it out there. Like, all right, you you fuckers need something on Disney Plus. Have yeah. this shit. Oh. Maybe they promised uh, Mr. Hanks uh, to be animatronic on the ride or something. Like, we'll make yeah. it you, like Johnny Depp. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the other thing people talk about is that they did that. Um, Him and Zemeckis did that uh, with Polar Express thing, which is like, oh, yeah, creeps people out that like, yeah, I couldn't do it. Oh, it looks real and fake at the same time. So it's like they're, they're used to this doing weird shit. So. 
Also, like, he probably has grandkids or something. Like, he needs to... Oh, no, I'm sure Tom Hanks wa- wanted to do this. I'm, yeah. I'm sure he got paid, but also he had fun being weird, doing an accent, which is, I think, is the whole deal now. Like, hey, Tom Hanks, we got this script. He's like, do I play someone from Europe with a weird accent? I'm in. They're like, yeah, if you want, I guess. <laughs> doing it. You had me at hollow. Yeah. All right, what is that? Did you have any more? Oh yeah, one one more. My uh, my, my big one, the one the movie I went to the theaters. Uh, I saw the number one movie in America. Dis- Disney returned to the top of the box office uh, with a movie called Barbarian, uh, a gross, crazy horror movie uh, that is technically a Disney movie. It's a 20th century film. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, this movie is pretty crazy. I saw the trailer. Interesting premise, but doesn't it, it's a good trailer. Doesn't give much away. Um, so I don't want to give much away, but uh, the, the premise is basically a, a young woman goes to uh, an Airbnb and she gets there. Someone's already there and um, turns out they got double booked, but it's late at night and there's no hotels. So uh, the guy there uh, played by Bill Skarsgård says, you know, you just, just stay here. We'll we'll work it out tomorrow. Um, and then she discovers in this place in the basement, a hidden passageway leading to Maybe some not good shit, and the movie is goes pretty wild from there. Um, and then, uh, Justin Long is down there, and he's a seal. So that's kind of a crazy thing. Is I don't think Justin Long was in the trailer. I did see that he was in the movie, so I was expecting him. I haven't seen him in years. Yeah, at a certain point, the movie kind of abruptly stops and shifts over to Justin Long's character, and it is a very, very jarring change of tone with, with everything uh but just brilliant the way they do that and it just it goes it probably goes a good 15 minutes before you ever even see how justin long is connected to the beginning part of the story um so just really bold and interesting and yep very very gross uh there's also another actor here i think richard Brake is, is his name just another creepy creepy guy so combine him with bill skarsgård he played pennywise um Two just really weird looking dudes that make you uncomfortable just looking at them. Um, so good casting there. Oh, yeah. He looks filthy. Yeah. He killed Batman's uh, parents. Yeah, that's so right. He belongs in jail still. Uh, he's. <laughs> he feels remorse. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you if you enjoy weird, um, gross horror stuff, this is definitely one to check out. He's um, the ice wizard guy only in like season five yeah i saw that on there hmm. so in in the later seasons that guy's a full cgi they don't they didn't do like makeup or something so Neat. um but i watched this movie um with my dad and it's very weird and their points were like i wonder what he thinks about this he got out of it and he's like that was amazing i love that they could still make original movies that are weird and like oh yeah okay that's probably why I like weird horror movies is because he likes weird horror movies too. So but yeah, it was, this was the number one movie. <laughs> it was another, another bad week at the box office, but this was, I think the only like new release and it made $10 million. That's fine. Oh, pretty good. Um, People sh- are ready for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, got creepy stuff. I mean, any, any sort of basements or secret compassage compartments and shit is always creepy, you know? Yeah. Um, we were watching, a. Uh, only murders the building after that and we're like all right don't go in these secret compartments you don't know what shit's down there anymore so all right well yeah go see it barbarian that's what it's called
check it out. All right, well, solid pod. Um, I think that'll conclude us. You've been listening to episode 288 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Yep, thank you. We'll see you later.